This is Pixel Splitters, your absolute favorite conversation movie news podcast with your hosts, Josh. Just chef's kiss. Bring this to me now. Feed it to me. Feed it right into my eyes. Let's go. And Willis. This is what all of cinema has been building to. (laughs) Join us each week as we break down the latest movie news, TV news, and general industry news and debate about what it all really means. We have returned, dear listeners. <laughs> I um, love it. Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna use vocabulary. Slide on here. through. <laughs> yeah, we have returned uh, for another episode of Pixel Splitters, and as happens from time to time, it is time uh, for us to do a trailer episode. Yes, because we are getting kind of into the big movie season here. We've left the Oscars behind, and we are coming into the popcorn era absolutely Um, and as such a lot of the big movies that are coming out this summer um are starting to drop trailers um and there's a lot to talk about yeah all across the board (laughs) i think we have 11 here something like that yeah yeah so (laughs) we are going to use this episode to run through what's coming out what's announced what's yeah what we think Yeah, um, some of this is first time we're getting to see anything of some pretty big properties here. So yeah, some of these literally dropped today, the day we're recording. Yes, um, and uh, we got thoughts. Indeed, we do. But first, <laughs> Josh, uh, why don't you run us through what's being released this week? I would be happy to because it is a big week, everybody. Um, for theaters, we have two major films releasing. We have Air the movie directed by Ben Affleck starring Matt Damon and Ben Affleck and is the story of the creation of the Air Jordan. I'm looking forward to this. Was this on your most anticipated list? Yes. I think think it was four. Yeah. Somewhere. I I don't know. Yeah. It's somewhere up there. Oh, big, big couple weeks for you here. Um, Yeah. Oh, yes. (laughs) So Air is releasing on April 5th, which is weird. It's in the middle of the week, but whatever. Um, We also have the Super Mario Bros. movie hitting theaters on the fifth as well, which I'm honestly, I'm looking forward to. I don't know. I, like it looks yeah. like a fun time. They've won me over. I don't like, know. Like when this was first announced, I was like, ugh. but oh, I was pissed. Yeah. Like this looks like a lot of fun. It looks like the only way you could actually do a Mario movie, which is yeah. just make it basically the games absurd like yeah make it absurd and i'm i'm here for it so that is also hitting theaters on the fifth and then we have two limited coming out we have paint and we have how to blow up a pipeline hitting limited theaters and i have no idea if either of these movies are getting a wide release so check it out if you can while you can uh hitting theaters april 7th yes i have been hearing amazing things about how to blow up a pipeline i'm so excited yeah. for that movie um Oh wow, that was on one of my lists too. Well, wow, we're we're yeah. crushing it this year, man. Big week. And uh Silence. No, not Silence. Um the Willem Dafoe movie. Oh, Inside. Inside. Yeah. Inside, I think, uh just dropped limited as well. I believe you're right. Oh my god, watch it. It's you can rent it on Prime already. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, it was back in March. 
Oh, all right. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm pretty much halfway through my, my <laughs> most anticipated list at this point. So. I am too, honestly. <laughs> so that's what's coming to theaters for streaming. We got a bunch of stuff all over the place. Uh, we have The Good Mothers hitting Hulu on April 5th. We have Growing Belushi hitting Discovery on April 5th. We have Beef. Shout out, Aaron. I know someone who worked on this. This is the new Stephen Young, Ali Wong show on Netflix nice. hitting uh, hitting Netflix, Netflix on the 6th. We then have Greece, Rise of the Pink Ladies hitting Paramount <sighs> Plus on the 6th. I don't know. I'm not. A- I've seen a couple trailers for that. And I'm just like, yeah, why, <laughs> why exactly? Um, then we have something right up my alley. We have Slasher, Colin Ripper hitting Shudder on the 6th, which I'm like, I don't think we've talked that much about Shudder on these. So that's pretty cool. True. Um, and then something right up my alley, Schmigadoon. Yeah, Schmigadoon. A, uh, a musical TV show. Perfect. Hitting Season Apple two. TV Plus on April 7th. Uh, and then we have Tiny Beautiful Things hitting Hulu on April 7th. For movies, we have Chupa, which, honest to God, kind of looks funny. It's about a boy who finds a little chupacabra and it's not scary. <laughs> uh-huh. Hit, uh, hitting Netflix on the 7th. Then we have Hunger, which is basically the venue, but from the chef's perspective, hitting Netflix on the 8th. And then we have The Portable Door, which, dude, I mean, what's going on with Christoph Waltz and why can't he get a good project? Because, boy, oh, boy, this looks weird. Uh, Hitting MGM Plus on the 7th. Yeah. Another one, man. odd. And they're both for Amazon. Like, MGM's owned by Amazon now, and he did the consultant for Amazon. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, I wonder if he just is in some kind of deal and they don't know what to do with him. Maybe, because did you watch The Consultant? No. Okay. Not not super great. Um, but <laughs> I'm like looking at his list now. I'm like, what else? Is there? I mean, the last the movie was dangerous like game. He was in um, No Time to Die for a minute. Yeah, and then but, like Pinocchio and whatnot. Yeah, I don't know. French man. Dispatch. Yeah, I mean, it weird. I know. Weird. Yeah. Either way. That's all the stuff releasing this week. And without further ado, let's talk about some trailers. Yes. All right. So. Okay. Here we go. We're going to try and not keep you all here for like four hours. We'll Um, try. Yeah. There are a couple we're just going to pretty much blow by because it's like this is coming. What? Uh, Yes. (laughs) But for lack of a better order, we're going to go alphabetically through these. Um, Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's like there's we usually try and structure these where it's like, oh, here's like some basic ones and then like the big ones. But like there's a these are all big ones. So we're yes. going alphabetical yes. starting with this just dropped today. The Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part One Trailer Three. Yes. Um, This is like the first big real trailer we're getting for this movie. Um, yes. We got like the teaser and then we got like what I guess equated as a trailer but is was not overly detailed no didn't get much story yeah this we're getting a lot more a lot more yes where do we start with this man like this looks dope this looks amazing (laughs) um i will start here so main villain it seems in this is Spider-Man 2099, Miguel O'Hara, voiced by Oscar Isaac. Yes. Who is like a powerhouse in this. Yeah, The Like the presence that this character has is like wild. 
and I yeah. don't even understand what I'm responding to. No. Um, I mean, he's physically large. It is Oscar Isaac. So like it's a yeah. forceful uh, performance, but like there's some gravitas there. I'm like jacked to see what this is going to be like. Me too. And I also love that even though these movies are getting bigger, it still is like the movie is hinging around the fact that he's still a kid. Like Miles Morales is still a yeah. kid. And I love that because that's the, that's part of the reason that Spider-Man is great is because it's a kid trying to deal with these massive adult things that they can't, what that they literally have to overcome. Yeah. And I thought that was great. I, um, I mean, it's so hard to talk about this because it just looks gorgeous. We still don't have a grasp on exactly what the story is going to be yeah. like, but they did reference No Way Home in this, which is yes, interesting. They did. So I was like, oh, so there's something going on here. Um and I mean the cast is out of this world. I don't I don't know, man. I this is one of those yeah. movies where they could have put zero trailers out and I'm still opening night going to be there, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just like this I I'm just like let's go. Let's go. Daniel Kaluuya is in this. Issa Rae is in yeah. this. Like let's the cast is insane. Yeah. Um, Jason Schwartzman as uh, the spot. Yes, as the spot, which is the <laughs> it's so weird. It's so strange. It's it's interesting because it looks really intense and really action oriented, but it's also definitely got a lot of humor parked in there and it's very yeah. like I, like it knows very much that it's a Spider-Man movie. Yes. You know, in that like it had the reference to like the classic Spider-Man meme and like mm-hmm. the oh, yeah. reference to to um uh to Tom Holland Spider-Man and Doctor mm-hmm. Strange and like there's like a scene where there's like spider horse. Yeah. You know, not a scene, but there's a shot where like shot. spider horse is like running through the frame and you're like that's weird. Um Yes. And I, yeah, man, I'm just like of course this is going to be good. The animation looks amazing. It feels busier than definitely into the spider verse. Um, just in terms of like the animation style, I feel like there's like a lot of noise going on, which is probably very intentional. Absolutely. Um, But man, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty crazy to see, um, Spider-Man fight Spider-Man. That's the big thing that I kind of took away is like, I don't, we never see, I mean, superhero movies get such an issue or such, flack for um having the main villains always be like versions of the hero you know iron man one and like Mm -hmm. iron monger sure whoever yeah i don't know uh jeff bridges yeah Yeah. uh obadiah stain yeah you know or like captain marvel or i mean any of them you know um but we've never seen spider-man take on spider-man and this isn't really even like I Spider-Man 2099 is so far removed from the Spider-Man that we know. Right. That I think it's going to be really interesting. Absolutely. To see how Absolutely. that unfolds. Yeah. And it, it's funny because this doesn't have obviously like it's Marvel property but it doesn't have the same tone as the MCU, which yeah. is obviously I didn't think it was going to, but it's refreshing to see something that well, is this still is so light. I know, yeah. I know, but that's yeah, yeah, the thing. Yeah. It's like I, I'm, it's refreshing to see something that eventually will build into this larger thing mm-hmm. that still feels novel because yeah. superhero movies are tired now, and this doesn't feel tired. This doesn't I watch feel this, tired I'm like, at all. Let's yeah. go, let's go. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm so in. <laughs> 
Yeah. And so it's interesting that this doesn't have a part one on it anymore. I know. You know, which could mean anything could mean they've changed the name of the second one to like out of the spider verse. Sure. And you know, yeah. Um, Which honestly, I think makes more sense. Something like that than a Spider-Man and then a Spider-Man two part one. Yeah. And then a Spider-Man two part two. Like, yeah. Yeah. It just, yeah. And it's funny because that was literally right around the time where Dune was split into two and Mission Impossible was split into uh, two. I'm like, all right, everything's two now. But no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm hype. Something else I'm super hyped for. Asteroid City. Yes. We finally, we fi- it's been, it's we've been, been talking so about long. Asteroid City since the French Dispatch, I think. Yeah. Like two years we've been talking about this movie. Um, and we finally get our first look, which is an actual trailer. And is yes. this the most Wes Anderson looking movie you've ever this seen? This is incredibly <laughs> Wes Anderson. I don't, I, I can't even like point to one thing that's like, no. See, it's like very Wes Anderson. It's um, everything. It's every it, like it's wild, yeah. I mean it. It gives me vibes of um, Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah, definitely. You know, similar kind of thing. I mean, in that like it's a Wes Anderson movie, but like, um, <laughs> sure. Man, I don't even know what to expect from this movie. I I don't either. But this is this is fully. It's funny because I think the French Dispatch was him going a little more safe in a mm-hmm. way because it's not as absurdist. Like it's very, it's still absurd. Which is insane Anderson. to say because it's the French Dispatch is still I an know. absurd movie. It's still completely absurd, but it's it was way more grounded. And this one feels like he's doing the whole thing. Like he's yeah. going all out. The color grade, like I just, as soon as I saw the first frame, I was like, The yes. color grade is incredible. Oh my God, man. I can't even like... Who did the color work on this? Oh my it's, god! Well, and it's so bizarre too because it's not even just the color grade. It's like no, the color grade is elevating the set design. Like, yes, incredibly. Like it's so thought out from the beginning. And the cinematography, obviously, Wes and uh, you know, the, the, he just has a very specific style. Yeah, I believe, and I don't think this is like the case for him, but every single shot in any of his movies, you could basically frame and like yeah. put it up on your wall, and that's the deal. And every single one of these looks like a postcard. Yeah. Every single shot, every frame looks like a postcard from the 1950s. And I'm just, I'm here for it. And this is the biggest cast he's ever assembled, which for him is insane. And yeah. he's adding people that have never worked with him before, like Steve Carell, and I'm like, and, and Scarlett Johansson, and and I'm just like, oh, this could not. I mean, this could not have looked better. <laughs> it's bizarre because I feel like so many of the people in this, the trailer, aren't even in this. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, looking at the the list of names that goes by, you know, at the end, like mm-hmm. Tilda Swinton's not in this trailer that I've noticed. There's also like a lot of like that could be this person, right one shots kind of thing from behind like no Tilda Swinton. Yeah. No Brian Cranston that I saw, mm-hmm. uh, no Edward Norton, no Adrian Brody. Um, mm-hmm. I did see Leave Schreiber in one. Um, yep. I don't recall seeing Maya Hawk or Matt Dillon. Or I saw Hong Matt Chow. Dillon. I didn't see Jeff yeah. Goldblum or Hong Chow or Willem Dafoe or Margot Robbie. Yeah. Like, you know, all these names that are listed are like not even the characters that are shown up. Oh, there is. Yeah. Sorry. I'm clicking through and I'm like, Oh, yep. There's Matt Dillon. 
Right, but it's um, so quick. Every character yeah. is an A-list actor. Yeah, and it's How like, you, you know, that? we just listed off like 10 A-list actors that aren't even in this because yeah. the trailer spends all its time with Jason Schwartzman, second movie in a row with Jason Schwartzman. Uh, Jason Schwartzman and Tom Hanks and Scarlett Johansson and, you know, Steve Carell. Um, yeah. And Jeffrey Wright. It's wild. It, it's it's it is wild shout out robert yeoman who does all of west's cinematography like oh my god the guy is a genius like yeah. i just don't understand um it's absolutely unbelievable and there's aliens involved in this which i was like let's go let's go yeah. wes <laughs> um yeah i'm i'm just like unbelievably hyped this could this wasn't able to be on my top five most anticipated because we eliminated it because i did it, was, it last year yeah but this is... It was called something else last year? It was called... No, no. no Disappointment this, Boulevard right. was called something different. Yes, um, right, right, right. But just chef's kiss. Let Bring this mm-hmm. to me now. Feed it to me. Feed it right into my eyes. Let's go. <laughs> I feel like every movie with Wes Anderson, you're like, there's Wes Anderson on the top of his game. Yeah. And then his next movie comes out and you're like, oh, he's no, like climbed higher. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, crazy it's so crazy and and he's got two movies coming out this year so we'll see wild we'll see what happens um so that's the second one there yes we're doing we're clip we're not clipping right along. we're not done but two. whatever it, but these are big these are huge and this is going to be the big one this i think I is probably the one we have the most to talk about definitely this dropped today yep uh and we got our first real trailer for barbie yes yes what do you think of this trailer josh i think that this looks exactly the way i thought it was going to in my mind Mm -hmm. that being said or not that being said but that meaning it's literally barbie like yeah literally barbie plastic like it's but i don't even know how else to say it's quite literally they are barbie and ken in barbie dreamland and i I was like like, yes yeah the opening shot where she steps out of her high heels and her feet are still in like the heel position is like oh this is exactly what we're getting from this yes um i do get the feeling that this trailer is maybe the first 20 minutes of this movie oh yeah Oh, yeah. I don't think there's like any thing like like I mean there's a reference at the end of like this way to the real world. Sure. Um, so I think this is all Barbie's Dreamland and we're gonna like get something else here. Right. But like, man, this looks I saw a tweet today that was like, this is uh what all of cinema has been building to <laughs> for the last hundred <laughs> years. Right here. And I'm like, it's kinda you're kinda not wrong. Yeah. Um that's a bold statement that I don't know if I fully stand behind, but this is like, this is going to be an insane film. Yes. Um, because it's obviously very self-aware. Definitely. You know, it's definitely not going to be for kids. No. I think kids can go. I, I feel like kids will be able to go to it and a lot will just go over their heads, but there is like a lot of undertext which I guess most people would call subtext uh, going on in this <laughs> yeah. episode. Yeah. And by episode, I mean trailer. Yes. Wow. Yeah, man. I like it. The, the style of it, the like, I can't, I can't even man. 
I'm so hyped for this movie. Yeah. Which is an insane thing to me that this is like <laughs> a movie based on a toy. Yes. And like bait, like you were saying, like based on a toy. Like the most literal like is, yeah. that we've ever seen. It's not like Transformers where it's like, here's a no. storyline involving the Transformers. No. This is <laughs> about Barbie in Barbie's dream world. Yes, Barbie is a toy. Ken is a toy, from what I gather. They're in a toy land. And I'm like, that... And it's the thing that, like, if this was made by basically anybody else... Yeah. I wouldn't be as hyped because... Well, for a myriad reasons, but, like, I have so much faith in Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach to make something that is worth watching. And if they are behind this 100%, I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that this movie is going to be incredible. Um, yeah. Also, didn't know that Helen Mirren was narrating this movie. I'm looking yeah. at the Wikipedia right now. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Um, well, the, another here's another one. I mean, the like cast. Ensemble, dude. Like what? The ensemble in this is next. Le- like, yeah. we knew there were like going to be a bunch of variations, sure. you know, um, of like different Barbies and Kens. Yeah. Um, but man, that list of names that pops up is a lot to unpack. It is. I mean, from like Kate McKinnon, you know. As a Barbie variant. As a Barbie. I mean, America Ferrera, which I think we knew. We knew. Um, Dua Lipa, Mackie, I did not know. Dua Lipa, like Scott Evans, like. And then yeah. we get into the ones that I'm like super, like Michael Sarah. Yeah. Like we haven't seen Michael Sarah in a long time. And he is he playing a Ken? Because that's hilarious. That's fantastic. It's an interesting thing. It's literally making me go, are there other characters in the Barbie like line besides Barbie and Ken? Oh. I have no idea. I mean I don't like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. You know. Um because Michael Sarah as a Ken is hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, Almost as hilarious as the idea of John Cena as a Ken. Oh my God. It's Um, perfect. It's, it's fucking crazy. It's funny because like, I've never seen a movie this committed to what it's supposed to be before. Mm -hmm. Like you could not have told me. And like you said, like cinema has been leading here. Like, yes, it actually has giving a woman filmmaker a hundred million dollars to stack a cast and make a movie about Barbie would not have happened even 10 years ago. There's yeah. no fucking way. And we're here and I cannot be happier. Like, yeah. oh my God, let's go. <laughs> I'm really intrigued to see like what the real world quote mm. unquote looks like in this movie. Right. Um, yeah. I get the feeling there is that one shot of Will Ferrell hashtag Will Ferrell's in this movie. Yeah. Let's fucking um, go. I don't Will Ferrell in like toy movies, man. He was in the Lego movie. I know. Um, what a legacy that would be for Will Ferrell. If he just started like showing Only up in be- every toy adaptation movie. He's in the new Ouija movie. He's in the new transformers. Like, <laughs> Oh my God. Um, yeah, I feel like, sorry. Uh, I feel like the Will Ferrell scene we see of him in like the boardroom is mm-hmm. probably the real world. Sure. Quote unquote, the real world. Yeah. Yeah. I texted this to you earlier. I really hope Michael Sarah and John Cena have a scene together just because I want to see that oh on film God. so bad. 
in a Barbie movie, no less. Like in a Barbie movie. Just could it? It couldn't get better. It couldn't get better. I'm hyped. I'm so hyped. We're both hyped for this movie. Um, God, I guess I don't Clipping have anything right else to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me ask you this. Uh, as of this moment, what are you going to opening night? This or Oppenheimer? Oh, opening night. Oh God. Because you can only go to one. Dude, oh, that's I not le- true at all. But I was gonna say I legitimately might take that day off of work and yeah. go see them both. Like I can't not go see both of these in the same day. I feel mm-hmm. like like Oppenheimer, Barbie. Now the question is what you see first. I feel like I would yeah. see Barbie second. <laughs> that's fair. Bring it up only because I want to be brought up. Yeah, after <laughs> yeah. the nuclear bomb gets dropped. Um, yeah. Um, speaking of <laughs> being brought down, I guess sure. Uh, Bo is afraid. Bo is definitely afraid. Also dropped today. So that is three now that we've had that have dropped this very day we're recording. Um, yes. This is the new Ari Aster joint mm-hmm. um, that we've been hearing about. This was originally supposed to be last year, right? Yep. Another one that was on my freaking yeah. my bingo card. Yep. Didn't pan out. <laughs> you're you're the big Ari guy here. Um, yes. Um, I don't even know. Have you seen either of his movies? No. Okay. No, I've okay. seen Midsummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I've seen okay. Midsummer. Um, I haven't seen Hereditary. Yeah, you might not like Hereditary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason I haven't seen Hereditary. Um, you know, it's funny. Same same guy who is in old and in whatever the movie I was talking about before is also in Hereditary. <laughs> the Naked Brothers Band, dude. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Bo was afraid. I really didn't know what the hell this was going to be like until we started getting first looks. And then I was really didn't know what it was going to be like until we yeah. saw this trailer. And it is... It is another like this is what Ari has been working towards type of mm-hmm. thing where it's like it's 100% his own style, tone, genre because I can't tell what genre this is going to be. It's yeah. going to be dark, but I think it's going to be partially a comedy, partially an existential like thriller slash horror film. Joaquin Phoenix looks absolutely amazing in this looks trailer. Amazing, yeah. And... Ari is another filmmaker like Greta and like Wes who is not afraid clearly to do something aesthetically different than other filmmakers are willing to do. Yeah. And I'm here for it. I don't even know how to describe this trailer to someone. Like it's going on in someone's mind partially. It's like someone having a psychotic break partially. It's, it feels unhinged as all Ari Aster films do, but the tone is not, Ma- mm-hmm. matching with that and i'm just like i i just need to see this is it four hours long i don't know but i'm there for the four yeah. hours <laughs> like that's the interesting thing i was grappling with is like what's the scope of this movie yeah because i feel like there's seen like i feel like Bo is played by like three different people at three different ages or so like yes i feel like there's a lot that we're like experiencing through his eyes be it young or old or what have you. Yes. Um, And I'm curious a, how that's going to be handled and how far it will stretch. Yes, I agree. It's funny too. The last four movies we talked about are all surrealist as hell. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, I'm glad we're getting to this because color. I feel like we've been, robbed of really good color work Mm -hmm. recently in tv and movies and these four movies are so gorgeous to look at like oh my god yeah it's it's a very yeah specific 
I mean, like it almost feels like it's like kind of an error that we're moving into of like, yeah. here is non 100% like true to life color. Yes. Um, which is what we've had for a long time. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so hyped. Will you see hyped. this in probably not in a theater, but probably not in a theater. I feel like my, you will be my, my North star okay. on, on this. Um, because I am intrigued by it and I do love Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Um, but like, I know that if it takes that turn into like a supernatural horror thing, like my eyes are going to roll into the back of my head and I'm going to be like, okay. Yeah. And then you've got three um, and a half hours left and <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, okay, here we go. Yeah. Um, do you yeah. think this will be long? I know. Has there been a, has there been an announced run? It looks like Kinda? I'm looking at Wikipedia 179 minutes. Hot dang. All right. So long. Three long. hours. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. God, let's go. I just give it to me. I'm so ready. Um, Barbie, also three hours. Yes. No. No. Is that confirmed? I don't know, but that would. I think, I think I've just, that might not be true at all. I think literally my brain has like confirmed that in my head because I saw a thing that was like Oppenheimer's <laughs> three hours. I really hope they come out and say that Barbie is three hours in one minute. Oh my God. Still would sit there. Oh wait. I it think was like it, me. it says Barbie potentially 100 minutes. So you're all good. Oh wow. You're all good. Wow. A buck 40. Yeah. I know it doesn't happen often these days. Yeah. Um, Ooh, that almost makes me more, not because I like shorter movies, but like that almost makes me more hyped of like, yeah, this is going to be very specific. Like, right. A very contained story. Yes. And an easy sit. Like you don't have to really make time yeah. in your schedule for something like that. Um, yeah. Damn. All right. Well, so we were talking about color grading. Um, yeah. Let's continue over to a movie with a color in its title, I guess. Is sure. The connection I'm making there you here. Go. Uh, Blue Beetle. Yeah. The I, I want to say the last pre James Gunn property we're getting from the DC people it's mm, i think aquaman is the last ah, just because that's coming out in like november i know because we haven't heard yeah. anything about it like not one yeah. word regardless so blue beetle um i don't know anything about this character so i'm in blind completely so i know of this character through i want to say it was like the teen titans cartoon show oh um which i have 100 percent watched all of it's um, great dude teen and titans came out amazing. yeah like years ago. So yeah. not, yeah. But, um, so blue beetle, uh, alien technology, Classic. uh, in cases a kid by mistake is like the premise is, I feel like something easy to digest that we've kind sure. of seen before, but also like, is it yeah. something, um, gets a suit made out of nanobots, hijinks ensue. Um, what did you think of this trailer? I texted you this after I watched it. I yeah. forgot this was a DC movie after watching the trip, like halfway through. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, Marvel. Oh, wait a minute. This is not a Marvel movie because it yeah. very much had that tone, which it's DC very much has that tone. Doesn't really do. I don't know what DC does, but that's not what I think of when I think of DC. I mean, it would not match like Justice League. No. At no. all. Oh, no. Maybe Shazam, but I think not. I think it's more. Yeah. I think it's more polished than that. Um, but I thought it looked kind of fun. 
I think it looks like a lot of fun. Like I, yeah. (laughs) I think it seems like a very, um, like I said, like a very known premise. Sure. Um, But like, it seems like it's being done in a really interesting way. Yeah. Um, And I don't think it's going to be like the best superhero movie of all time. No, no. You know, because that movie came out in 2008. Exactly. It's called The Dark Knight. It's called The Dark Knight. Uh, but um, it's it, it looks like a lot of fun. And the thing I keep going back to is the CG looks fucking amazing. It does look really good. Really, it's really good. It's so clean, so polished. Mm-hmm. The suit looks amazing. The suit up of yeah. like the, him getting encased in the suit in the first time yeah. looks really good. Yeah. And then like the, and the other shot I keep going to is when he like almost falls into the water but like mission impossible lands i'm like that is really really clean that is well well done um so like i'm hyped for this me too i hope this makes the jump into the james gunn world because Ah. like all the other stuff we're going through here um you know like shazam 2 aquaman um and what was the other one that was just like uh, I don't know. There's another one in there. I'm not remembering. Yeah. Oh, and Flash. Flash. Oh, Flash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. like are all clearly not going anywhere. Yep. But this seems like it's not that tied into the DCEU. Yeah. You know, um, that I feel like it's it it doesn't feel like a dead end. No. It feels like here's a new character that can totally and like Blue Beetle is like removed and it's kind of a James Gunny character. Yeah. Um, Blue Beetle, good friends with Booster Gold. Ooh, oh, dude. So I'm, you know, I, I'm hoping this makes the jump. Yeah, me too. And it's funny because um, it's produced by one of the production companies. So it's DC Studios, obviously. But the Saffron Company also is producer on, was a producer on this. So I'm like, and mm. James Gunn and Peter Safran have been very publicly promoting this movie like yeah. a lot, being like, this is a lot of fun, go check it out, which didn't do that for Shazam, didn't do that yeah. for a lot of the others, and likely won't be doing it for the others in the future. So I'm like, ooh, that is a good sign. And I just, like, it seems like these people gave a shit about this movie, and they made it. Yeah. And I'm like, good, let's go. <laughs> George Lopez is in this? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I literally, I like, it wasn't until the third watch of this trailer that I was like, that is George that's Lopez. George Lopez. <laughs> it's so good. I'm like, I didn't know he did serious roles. Uncle George, let's go. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm very surprised that this looks amazing. I'm like, yeah. Blue Beetle, who knows, but... Um, I kind of like when I hit play on it, I was kind of like, okay, here we go. Let's see. And then I got to the end. I was like, rock and roll. Yeah. Not taking itself too seriously, which I really, really appreciate. Um, But not goofy like Shazam kind of thing. Exactly. It's right. It's Um, finding the right. Yeah. 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 And I appreciate like a, a new take on the heads up display. Yes. Yes. You know, we've known Tony's for too long. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So. Yeah. Looks fun not as like visually unique i would say as the previous stuff we've been talking about but um i am hyped to see something from the superhero genre with really good cg yes Um, because it's been lacking it has been unfortunately um yeah let's 
talk about some more CG here um, and move on to the Citadel, which yes. we have heard about just for a Citadel. Oh, not the, the just Citadel. Cit- not the Citadel, just Citadel, which is yeah. executive produced by the Russos. We've heard about this for a long time. Yes. I believe this is like a nine hundred million dollar. Yeah, this is thing. their big. Here's your blank check, Russo brothers. Go make us a series. And what they chose to do is make a series just like every other series that's been made about spies who don't know they're spies and then turn back into spies. And I'm just like watching yeah. this trailer, and I'm just like, what? What part of this costs $900 million? Yeah. Yeah, literally the first note I have written down on my my thing here for Citadel is, seems generic. Yes. And, like, and trust me, and I love Priyanka Chopra, and I like Richard Madden, but they are not yeah. the ones who are making the big bucks on this. So I'm like, well, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not going to cast. No. I, my thought is, like, it feels like it really wants to be, like, a James Bond or a, a Mission Impossible movie. It yeah. has that vibe. But it doesn't have a James Bond or an Ethan Hunt in the middle of it. Right. Like, there doesn't seem to be... I mean, there's clearly the two main characters, you know. Right. But, like, it, it doesn't seem to be around, like, a specific character. Right. Or specific pair of characters. Right, um, right. And I get the feeling that that's because so much of this is going to be Russo world building. Yeah. You know, that we're going to be like, yeah, we can do like seven seasons of this and like just keep replacing the main character or like, you know, if Richard Madden doesn't want to do it anymore, like that's fine. Yeah. You know, we'll get another. Per- but like it just wants that central character. I feel like that's just not there. No, I I don't like I don't know if I'm going to watch this. I really don't know either, which is really a bummer. It's funny because I'm on Wikipedia right now and the premise says the show is described as an action packed spy series with a compelling emotional center and an expansive and groundbreaking global event comprising a mothership series and several local language satellite series. That was a quote. It includes spinoffs set in the Italian Alps, India, Spain, and Mexico. So you're literally right. This is the primer primer for Mm. five spinoff shows. That's not how you should be going into a show thinking. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's interesting when it comes to like the smaller like Yeah. I'm well, I'm like you said the Alps was one of them? Italian Alps, yeah. Italian Alps. Yeah, so like is that show going to be in Italian? It says you local know what I mean? language satellite series. That's intriguing to me. Sure. Because that's, oh, it's weird. Okay. So that's like a new take on doing homework. Yeah. You know, (laughs) but yeah, like that's like, if you're asking me to commit to five series on a show that I'm about to begin with, I'm like, like that almost, like I'm intrigued by the idea of it being in different languages, but that makes me want to just go to those. And watch those. As opposed to watching this main one where I'm like, like this is gonna be Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Exactly. Exactly. Like th- this that's the whole vibe of this screams Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah. Um, except, you know, not directed by Doug Lyman. Sure. 
Maybe it should have been. <laughs> I got that right, right? That's yeah. yeah that's that was Doug definitely Lyman. Doug okay. Lyman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it came out of my mouth, and I was like, "I'm ninety percent sure." That uh, is a Doug Lyman joint. <laughs> yeah, like, and it feels. I don't know. This might just be the trailer, but like we're yeah. talking about the trailers, it feels really cluttered. Super cluttered and unfocused. Like, yeah, like I don't know what I'm supposed to be getting from this trailer. Like they're in like 45 different locations mm-hmm. and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Dude, as soon as Stanley Tucci shows up and throws the knife at Richard Madden, he catches it. I'm like, I, I get it. I get it. I get, we've seen this literally <laughs> yeah. before. I don't know why this is being made other than to be like, hey, see, we, we know shows and movies like you've seen all this yeah. before. <laughs> why do I know uh, Priyanka Chopra Jones? She's married to Nick Jonas. And this I was, know, yes. She was in Quantico. She was in a bunch of, she's in a bunch of stuff. But I'm like, is she like, like, a like I'm scrolling star? through her thing, you know, and I'm like, is she leading woman material? I don't know. I've really only seen her in half of the show yeah. Quantico. <laughs> I think the only thing I've seen her in is the Matrix Resurrections with oh, that's right. Sati. But like that, I'm like, was not a large role. And I don't really remember that. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, this seems and like. I will say the same about Richard Maddox to a degree. He's a little more of a leading man kind of thing. Sort of. Kind of. But like, I'm like, it seems like if you're like, if you're spending $900 million, give me top tier talent in there. Like what is like, what weird casting? I know. You know? Yeah. And then like you have, and then you have like Stanley Tucci, Tucci, Leslie Manville, like people who are yeah. solid, but nobody that I'm like, oh my God, Tucci's in this. Let's go. Like, yeah. Well, and Stanley Tucci is very clearly doing his Stanley Tucci thing. Yes. It's yes. his same character as it is in um, Transformers. Literally. And Stanley yeah. Tucci's in like three and he's just like. Yes. Guy in a suit. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I don't know, man. I like. I'm not surprised. Global spy agency Citadel has fallen and its agents' memories were wiped clean. Now the powerful syndicate Manticore is rising in the void. Can the Citadel agents recollect their past and summon the strength to fight back? That's, I feel so like that's I could have... the IMDB uh, synopsis. Um. <laughs> I, just like, I feel like if I didn't know what the show was about and you asked me to come up with a premise, I yeah. would have come up with that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't want to get this too is down gonna, on it before we see it, but sure, it's just sure. Bummer. And look, like love the Russo brothers, but like yeah. they are very. I mean, it's just it's a similar thing with the Gray Man, where it was like these don't feel like main characters that we have at the center of here, and like yeah. it's because it's you know we're used yeah. to seeing them with Captain America at the center or exactly who else, whoever. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say about Citadel. I don't know if I'll be watching it. I really am yeah. just kind of like yeah very very bleh about it um it's a weird thing that i'm like if i haven't gone back to lord of the rings oh yeah i'm like i don't know if i'm I don't gonna know. <laughs> watch citadel and you know every episode is going to be an hour and you know it's yeah. going to be like you know, i would be i would be surprised if they can contain themselves to an hour i will bet a bunch of these reach like an hour 20 i know oh my god only six episodes bro this is going to be like an hour 20 hour 30 episode easy yeah. Uh, anyway, we're working ourselves anyway, up before yes. we know anything. Um, uh, let's talk about something else. Let's something do. very different. 
Very different. Uh, let's talk about Elemental. Yes. A new joint from Pixar. That has nothing to do with anything that we've seen before, which is, you know, <laughs> a little refreshing, I guess, from Pixar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't know what you mean by that, man. Like, oh, like Lightyear. You know, we've had a couple yeah, like Yeah, it doesn't sequels. have a, a previous uh, yeah. incarnation. Yeah. So basically about the four elements, you know, earth, fire, wind, water, mm-hmm. um, who seem to be, I mean, they're anthropomorphic mm-hmm. and seem to be just all living in their own little worlds. And they, uh, they, they run into each other and worlds collide. Yes. Um, and water and fire aren't supposed to mix. Romeo and Juliet yep. situation. And I don't know, man. I'm really not jazzed about this for some reason. Like, I don't yeah. know what it is. I, I watched the trailer. I've seen the, the teasers before this. And I just was like, it feels like Pixar really doesn't know what to do with themselves anymore. Um, yeah. And I was feeling this a little bit with like the Inside Out Soul era but now I'm really like, have we not seen this exact story before? But like yeah. with different characters. I mean, it is it is clearly going to be very Romeo Juliet. You yeah. know, like, oh, our differences are what make us stronger kind of thing. Right. Um, I mean, which is literally like what we're talking about is the feelings in Inside Out. It's true. You know, where it's like, yeah, like mm-hmm. joy and sadness work better together. Kind of, you know, we can totally yeah um it doesn't look bad i'm just like not. it doesn't look bad but it doesn't look top tier pixar which i don't know if top tier pixar is still yeah does it exist can you have it happen i don't even yeah um i mean like there are funny parts of this it is really pretty um but it feels like b-level pixar yes exactly um Things like the good dragon. No, not the mm-hmm. good dragon. The good dinosaur. Yep. Um, where it's like. Good but forgettable. Yeah. Which most yeah. Pixar movies are not. <laughs> yeah. They're like I mean, good like, and iconic. <laughs> yeah. But like the recent, you know, I'm thinking. Um, oh, yeah. It's even weird to go through this. But like, you know, the good dinosaur. Like, I think Luca kind of falls into that thing where it's mm-hmm. like Luca came out and like soul had just come out. And it's like soul is definitely that top tier kind of thing. And Luca was just kind of like fun, Mm -hmm. you know, right. Um, Onward, onward, kind of same thing. Coco, I think Coco had a bigger impact, but was also kind of just pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. But wasn't like, you know, and I mean, even like then you get into the sequel stuff where you get into like Incredibles two and Toy Story four, where it's like Mm -hmm. fine, but like, yeah, cashing a, a check, casting a nostalgia check. So, totally yeah so i don't, I don't know. know i'm gonna i mean i'm gonna watch this 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 will be yeah. the thing i watch on disney plus when it comes out um of course yeah this is this is not theater worthy but i don't um, think so unfortunately which is like yeah. i was grousing about no no more pixar in theaters and now i'm like well maybe i don't <laughs> yeah. need to go see pixar in theaters anymore i'm yeah. like shit they did it to themselves um whatever it is what it is uh, it'll be quality i know that at least yeah all right, we're getting down our list here. How's everybody doing at home? Uh, yes. <laughs> sticking with it. Um, yes. And we knew this was going to be a long episode. but We did. Only a um, couple more, though. Yeah, a only more. a couple more. Um, let's let's talk about let's Hypnotic. Let's talk about Hypnotic. Yeah. Um, a Robert Rodriguez joint. Yeah. 
It's been a minute. It's been a while, right? Yeah. I mean, his last directorial movie movie. Um, I'm going to say, well, I'm acting like this is like a thing that I'm not looking at the IMDb right now. <laughs> I'm going to um, say he did Alita Battle Angel. That's the last thing I can remember. I can really yeah. like, which, I mean, which was like not bad. There's We Can Be Heroes, which is like a spy kids kind of thing for Netflix. Sure. Um, which he always, yeah, he always does those, uh, yeah, things for his kids. Um, but Literally. yeah, I think Alita Battle Angel is kind of the last big thing we've seen from him. Um, right. Especially if you're not counting Book of Boba Fett, which we're not counting. We're not counting. Um, um, but anyway, uh, good to see from him. This looks interesting. Um, looks more like a Guy Ritchie or a David Fincher movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, which like that's the kind of thing is like Robert Rodriguez fits in that list. Definitely. You know, um, so it seems like the premise is um, there are these people called hypnotics, which can mm-hmm. hypnotize you um, and hijinks ensue. Yes. And Ben Affleck is in it as a cop. And Ben Affleck like, is the lead. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to track uh, down a William Fichter. <laughs> yes. Um, it's like I love William Fichter. He's um, so great. And I think this is going to be really kind of cool. Me too. Our rating off the bat, like, yeah. no question. Um, of course. Comes out in like a month. Yeah. And like, I don't know about you, but I hadn't heard of this. Never heard of it. Um, Never heard of it. Written by Rodriguez and Max Borenstein, who wrote all the Godzilla movies, um, the recent yeah. ones. Uh and honestly, like I'm a fan of Robert Rodriguez. It's been a minute since he's done something that I really enjoy. Yeah. But this is much smaller, much more in- intimate, and I think that's what he needs to do. It's just yeah. like do an original film with a couple people. I mean, the cast is like seven people with yeah. a really like high concept, uh, like premise, and just execute it well. And I'm like, yeah. do it. Let's go. Well, and it'll be interesting to see him do something that's not wildly CG based because that was been his jam for the longest time. I mean, Alita battle angel is like the main character is partially CG, you know, like that whole kind of thing. And then you get further back and you get to like sin city, yeah, you know, and sin city, a dame to kill for. And it's like, those were all green screen, you know, um, like completely. And this just seems like it's not, and like, he loves that stuff. He talks all the time about how much he loves like the CG capabilities and like what he can do with this stuff. Um, right. And this seems very, just kind of like grounded in reality. And like, if there is a lot of CG in it, it's not immediately noticeable. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited to see what he can do with that because that's, He's really because he's really fucking good at it. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's just a good filmmaker. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm hype. I'm ready. Edited yeah. by Robert Rodriguez. Music by Rebel Rodriguez. Let's go. He's he's yeah. got it. He's got it yeah. going on. Ugh. Eighty-nine minutes, Willis. <laughs> I mean, it's one of the like how many people like their first introduction to filmmaking was El Mariachi. Oh, dude. Like, that was one of my, I, honestly, like me, that was one of my first things that I was like, oh, here's like something about how the filmmakers do this kind of stuff. Um, it's true. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. I get to rewatch El Mariachi. I haven't watched that me in too. a hot minute. Me too. 
All right, let's keep it moving here. Um, let's do it. We're gonna we're gonna blow through a couple yes. pretty quick here. I think um, we have Quasi. Yeah. Uh, which is a Hulu movie. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Hulu movie uh, from the Broken Lizard guys. About Quasimodo. <laughs> About Quasimodo. Uh, <laughs> you know, and like him going through life in in medieval times. Live action. Uh, live action. And uh, I mean, I love Broken Lizard's humor. It's so amazing, um, dude. I mean, Super Troopers, Beer Fest. Yeah. I'll even say Super Troopers too. Slam and Salmon. Uh, whatever. Sure. Um, yeah. But uh, it's good to see these guys back. I mean, no it's one been, really does comedy quite like them. No, nobody does. And it's been a minute. I can't even like, I don't remember the last thing. That, I mean, I guess it was Super Troopers 2. Yeah. But, you know, I, I'm all for this, to be honest. And it's on Hulu. It's probably going to be like 90 minutes. So like, yeah. as long as it's not completely Well, and all the guys are playing multiple roles. I'm like, yes. I, I said this to you before the pod. That I'm like, this has the potential to be like the Broken Lizards, Monty Python, the Holy Grail. I know. You know what I, I mean? Know. I mean, like their comedy in this trailer seems on point. Yes. Um, And top tier, you know? I know. Yeah. Uh, Never missed so a beat. I'm, uh, I'm 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 jacked on this. This is going to be great. Me too. Uh, so we'll say the third to last movie we're going to talk about uh, yes. is a trailer that dropped today. We don't have much to say about this, I think, but um, no. it's a movie called Simulant. Yep. Um, starring uh, Robbie Armel, Sam Worthington, and uh, Simulu. Yeah. Oh, and Jordana Brewster's in this. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It's like a weird, not a low tier cast they're like all the b-listers yeah which is not a dig like i love all yeah like not at all it's like (laughs) there isn't an a-list in this for sure um yeah but there's you know (laughs) three massive franchises represented so right (laughs) uh but um yeah i mean set in the future there's robots very much like a seems like a blade runner kind of thing except they're literally even called simulants yeah yeah uh where you know robots want to be human yep realize they're robots yep and uh hijinks ensue uh that's sam worthington must track down (laughs) hackers who are hacking robots i don't know i'm not hyped for this (laughs) this yeah it this i like this could be something that i'm like i just want to watch something that i don't have to think about sure you know, it's like a hit, a hit play kind of thing. Right. But it seems like super generic, like yeah. sci-fi across the board of like, yeah, robots and hackers and drones. and Right. Yeah. And if we hit it, is it because we've hit a point in time where like nothing can be original anymore? Like in terms of these, if you're doing an espionage sci-fi. Yeah. Is there only a couple directions you can go with it? Well, so that's that's the interesting question because a lot of the stuff that we're seeing here is very generic, you know. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the stuff that we're seeing here is very not generic. I know. So it's like I think what we're feeling is just kind of like the machine of Hollywood pumping stuff out. Yeah. Versus like filmmakers. True. Oh, you know. Because oh, like Simulant here is like very much like, yeah, like, ooh, 
we have this idea where there's like robots that want to be humans. Right. All right. Let's build out a script. Cool. Check. Let's sign some people. Doesn't matter who just signs some people just that have them. notable yeah. names. Check. Let's uh, do some OKCG. Okay Let's like we'll shoot it, et cetera. Yeah. And then we'll put it out and that'll be that, you know, that's that. Like they probably like I feel like they probably shot this last year. I, I yeah, like, I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah. Early 2022. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. And like, that's the thing is like, sometimes I'm here for that. You know what I mean? Sure. Sometimes you want stuff that's like, yeah, just give me like the whatever, you know, that's what I was going for when I watched um, the day the earth stood still a couple weeks ago. I was like, yeah. I want something that I don't have to care about. Right. So there's a place for it. And there's arguably an audience for it because I feel like a lot of people's relationships with movies is I don't really care. I want to watch something. Yeah. You know, Ooh, robots, easy, that seems cool. Yeah. And not horribly offensive. Whatever. You know, who cares? Also, this is released exclusively on direct TV. So there's well, that. that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> that's strange. Okay. Well, okay. So being released exclusively on direct TV beginning May 5th, followed by a June 2nd release in theaters. So you can watch this. That's that's something to talk about. You can watch this on direct TV a month before it comes out in theaters. Interesting. That's very str- okay. All right. I'll have in to- theaters and on demand. So it'll be on like Amazon. Sure. Yeah. I'll have to sit on that. That's very interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh moving on real quick. White House Plumbers. Yeah. Uh this is an HBO series. Um, we're getting yeah. down to it, guys. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh yep. this is an HBO series with um <laughs> Woody. Woody Harrelson and uh what's the other Justin guy's name? Justin Thoreau. There? Yes. Uh, and, uh, Cersei there, um, Lena Headey, Lena Headey. Yeah. I mean, arguably like this is an HBO cast across the board, you know, oh, yeah. um, like yeah. this is like HBO pulling, pulling power for their miniseries. I think this is a miniseries. It is. It yeah. is. Um, yeah. Um, Domino Gleason and Ike Barinholtz and I mean like, yeah, Gary yeah. Cole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is about the guys who broke into the, uh, the Watergate hotels told from like, these are the. Nixon's guys yes. uh, who broke into the hotel, which like is hilarious. <laughs> and like, I am so on board for the concept of this because they're played as just these like bumbling kind of dudes. Yes. That like going in, we know it's like, Oh, these are the guys that brought down Nixon. <laughs> like, right. It's inadvertently it's brought yeah. down Nixon. Yeah. 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 I think this looks hilarious. I'm so excited for this. I was excited for this uh, when I first saw the first things of it in mm-hmm. HBO's like hype reel that they oh, released yeah, yeah, at the yeah. beginning of the year. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> Ooh. we're getting some Woody and Justin throw like, yeah, I'm on board. Um, and Ike Barinholtz, who is like, yeah, doing his thing, man. I'm excited Dude, for him. Me too. Um, this is a, I mean, it's an HBO series. It's not a small yeah. thing. So, yeah, I'm excited for this. This is coming pretty soon, I want to say. Uh, May 1st, May 1st. Yeah, HBO. May 1st, so, really so we're soon. under a month on that, yeah. Yeah. And, like, this is going to be one of those, I don't know how many episodes it's going to be, but I am going to, like, I'm going to binge this whole thing. If oh, I can. yeah. HBO true, might be true. doing a weekly release, but, like. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, looks I'm, I'm all in on this. I'm 100% yeah. in, and just uh, knowing that Woody and Justin are, like, really good friends in real life makes it <laughs> yeah. funnier. Yeah, Like, let's go. <laughs> All right, and then we're coming down. Here's our last one, dear listeners. Yes. Um, we, we I will 
when I do the show notes for this episode, I will put I will put time codes in there. Oh, so you can jump to or at least so you can know where to scrub to for each of these. Yes. Bless your heart. Yes. Because, you know, some people might not care about simulant, which I can. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I can. uh, I can. I can feel. Um, So the big final one we have here is uh, Marvel Studios Secret Invasion. Yes. Um, This is the first show we've gotten in a little while. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Since She-Hulk, which ended in what, like, I want to say August or September of last year. Yeah. Mid last year. It's been almost a year. Yeah. The great return of uh, Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury um, and his return to Earth, it seems, um, Mm -hmm. which like if you haven't done the homework, he's been not on Earth. Uh, His character in the past couple movies has been a uh, scroll in disguise. Um, Mm -hmm. Ben Mendelsohn's character, I believe. Uh, Yep. But what do you think of this? I think this looks pretty freaking sweet, man. And we we saw a teaser probably last year for this. Yeah. Um, and it, I liked it then, and I, I like it now. I think that this feels a lot smaller, which is what mm-hmm. I'm into. I think that we complain a lot when it's like, oh, like we say, homework, world building, all of these massive world ending things. And like this is part of that. Yeah. But it feels a lot more pedestrian in what's going on. We don't have yeah. superheroes flying around. I mean, they even say it in the they're like, where are the Avengers? It's like we're not we're not talking about that right now. Yeah. It's Nick Fury, you know, it's Kobe Smulders' character. Um Martin Freeman's character. Martin Freeman's character. Uh, yeah. Olivia Coleman is in this. Like, let's yeah. go. Um Amelia Clark is in this. Uh yeah. I I I hope this is really good because it just looks like a and a Ben really Mendelsohn decent... too worth oh yeah Ben Mendelsohn yeah playing his same character from Captain Marvel yeah I don't know man I think I think this has a lot of potential to be really really good yeah my only hesitation is I worry that this is very much a setup kind of yeah, thing I know um I don't think it fully is um but it does seem like it's like okay we have to establish that like you know, the scrolls are replacing people. Um, yeah. 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 You know, which is like a big thing in, and I don't remember exactly the the comics, but there's a whole thing where like all of the Avengers and whatnot, they don't know if certain Avengers have been replaced by scrolls. And like, right. that's like the whole kind of battle. Um, right. Hence the inv- secret invasion of like all these scrolls are taking over people. Um, right. But it seems like they're like, yeah, like you're saying, keeping it very close to close to home. Um, and like it can be just as damning for a scroll to have taken over like a political figure um, right. as like, you know, Captain Marvel or something like that. Um, Absolutely. So I'm on board. Yeah. And it's like a um, real paranoia thriller, not like yeah. what they wanted the Winter Soldier to be, which I love that movie. But it this if you take the superhero out of the movie, it becomes so much more interesting to me because yeah. I'm a person and these are people and they have to figure out what to do. And it's just like yeah. seeing Nick Fury in this situation because we've seen him do amazing things in the series. Yeah. I just like give him his his time in the, in the, in the spotlight. Let's let's do it. <laughs> you know, 15 uh, it's years interesting, later. Like, think, like talking through this and thinking about it, this feels very much what we were talking about with citadel of 
Yeah. Like this feels like a same vibe, but there's like a central person, you know, like Nick Fury is this thing that this whole thing is re- revolving around. Right. I mean, it, like it has a lot of the same kind of beats, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm, I'm hyped for this. I'm going to watch this. I'm going to watch this as it airs, you know, like I, Me too. it doesn't have the same vibe that we've gotten from the past couple shows. Yeah. And I feel like it's like probably because it's going to be more inter- instrumental in tying into the bigger MCU. Totally. So I think they may have taken more care on it. Like, yeah, you know, not that they didn't take care on anything else, you know, but like there's bigger stakes with this one than like she Hulk. Totally. You know? Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. It will be. Um, I think this is supposed to lead into armor wars from mm-hmm. what I remember. Which would make sense because I think it said that Don Cheadle was in this as well. Yeah, he's in the trailer for like one yeah. shot. Yeah, he's like so, You're the most wanted man on earth. Of course. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to looking forward to some Marvel stuff again, which yeah. would be cool. Um, yeah. And we'll see. This is slated to be out in June, June 21st. It sounds right. Yeah. June oh my 21st. God. June, yep. Yeah. Yeah. June 21st. Six episodes. Ooh, six. Yeah. We're going down in season length rapidly yeah. we'll need to talk about that in the future um yeah yeah all right it, so and it's uh, you know it's it's one of those things I'll, I'll leave the final note on this you know val's gonna be in this movie right of course of course or this show yeah like yeah <laughs> it, it almost feels like her entire presence in black panther 2 was so that like you remembered about her when we got to secret invasion yeah because we saw her what in like hawkeye or no what yeah was it? well she was at the Falcon. end of hawkeye yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well i guess she was around in all the different yeah early ones there but yeah all right man all right that's a lot of Whew. stuff that's coming very soon it. yeah i'm excited the good news is i'm excited about most of this which is yeah not always the case <laughs> there's not really any that i'm like actively rooting oh i guess that's not true yeah no, there's not really any that i'm actively like rooting against i want all of these to succeed you know? yeah yeah well and i want to watch all of it I guess yeah. is what I'm getting at. Absolutely. Like even when we talk about like simulant, I'm like, I'm going to probably hit play on that at some point. I could watch it. Yeah. You know, I like um, if, it ever, if it ever comes up on the, uh, up on the, up on the, you know, feed sure. when I'm looking for something, I'd be like, Oh, I remember that. That looked interesting enough to hit play on. Yeah. Might as well. But yeah. So let's just run through real quick. We've got across the spider verse coming asteroid city, Barbie, Bo is afraid, blue beetle, citadel, Elemental, hypnotic, quasi, simulant, White House plumbers, and secret invasion. Yeah. Yes, that's not entirely in alphabetical order, dear listener. We we didn't want to end on White House plumbers. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. Sorry. Damn. All right. All right. <sighs> recommendation time. Yes, let's bring it home to some recommendations. Uh, our prompt this week was uh, what did we say? A Two star movie, yeah, huh? yeah, a two yeah. star movie that we still would recommend. That I would watch. still, that I still really like. <laughs> that you still really like, and they're still like, yeah, yeah. Because it um, happens, folks. We was like that some... clear? A two star movie that we still enjoy. That's yes. our recommendation this week. Yes, there you go. Um, do you want to go first on this one, Josh? I can, and I'm just making sure that we. I hadn't. I, there's no way I recommended this. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna choose a movie. Uh, <laughs> which kind of ties into the tuned in you're going to listen to on Sunday. Found footage. Right. It's called Project Almanac. Uh, it's from mm. 2015. 
It is directed by the same person who did the Power Rangers reboot, which I didn't really care for, but mm-hmm. neither here nor there. And this movie is about a group of kids who discover that one of their dads was trying to build a time machine and they finish mm. it. And it's what oh, happened. I've heard of this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's produced by Michael Bay. It, like literally was right in that <laughs> same vein of things. Yeah. yeah. But when I was a kid, when I was a kid, how long? I don't know. When I was, it, this was right around when I was in high school. This premise, this found footage-ness, like it grabbed me and I don't know what it was, but it just, there was a more visceral reaction I mm. got out of these. And so I went and sought all of these out. And when I saw this film, I was like, I was just taken by how, like, this is what I would have done if I was, you know, 17, 16 and I got sure. a time machine. Like, they go to Lollapalooza, like, they they go and win the lottery, <laughs> like, they do these things, but yeah. then they also show that, like, yeah, your actions always have consequences. And it can, and it gets a little dark. It's it's not a perfect film, but I have a soft spot in my heart for this. I rated this two and a half stars, but don't, you know, leave that at the door when you watch this. Yeah. Um, because I just, I don't know. There's something about it. I enjoy it. <laughs> no shame. Um, nice. So Project Almanac, you got to rent it, four bucks. But, I, you know, I'm recommending it to you, so you should. Nice, nice. What do you what do you got this week, Willis? So mine is very different. Uh, mine. Nice. Good. I, for the life of me, cannot tell you why this is the movie that came to mind when you prompted this. Oh, God. I haven't seen this movie in a while. Okay. But I remember being like, this movie is actually like is terrible but i am so here for it and like that is a movie from 2006 uh that i don't think i saw till like 2009 or 10 so okay qualifier but it's a movie from 2006 starring john cena called the marine i know this movie i've never seen it though so this movie is like john i think it's john cena's first movie um, it's a WWE movie. It is like they like when WWE started going like, we're going to make films. We're oh going to put all of our talent in films. Oh, my God. This movie is nuts from the get go. Like within <laughs> like the first couple minutes, like John Cena is just like killing dudes. Yeah. You know, and like the premise is this guy, John Cena, is a former Marine um, and he is I think he's at a gas station and bank robbers kidnap his wife as they do so he starts killing everybody fantastic like it's it's literally just like the most it's like almost an homage it feels like an 80s stallone movie but it was made in 2006 but it was made in 2006 and it's john cena and it's weird i feel like i can like it more now because john cena has become like a legitimate actor yeah like i saw this when i was like kind of just first out of film school and i was like oh god like you know, John Cena, what are they doing making movies? Right, um, right. It's spun off like, I think six sequels. Oh, um, John Cena is only in the first one. The second one was another of another wrestler um, named Ted uh, DiBiase Jr. Yeah, he sure. was in the second one. And then the third one went to The Miz, who was another uh, WWE wrestler. And The Miz has been in three, four, five and six. Fantastic. It's just like a franchise that like WWE can just keep pumping out. Um, But like this movie is terrible. Everything explodes. But there's something about it that's just like, yeah, man. Like I'm here to watch John Cena kick ass. Like, let's go. (laughs) 
Lots of murder. And it's also the the villain is Robert Patrick, which I didn't realize until I was looking this up. And I was like, oh, it's like a peacemaker. Like yes. peacemaker was a reunion. Oh my god, that's fantastic. So funny. Well, I guess I'm gonna watch the Marine at some point. Where do I find this thing? Uh you can rent it uh or buy it on iTunes and Amazon. I also have a digital copy of it that I can send to you if you like. Okay. It's in hilariously <laughs> low def because Sure. I've had it probably for, you know, since before 1080p. 15 existed. years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's also on stars. Oh, there you go. Perfect. God. If you have stars. <laughs> okay. It's like one of those things that this movie very much qualifies John Cena to be in the Expendables. Really? Okay. Yeah. Which, like, he's not, but like. No, he's not, but he could. He like, should if be. they make another Expendables movie, I'm like, John Cena has the legitimacy. Um, Damn. Not that all the other movies he's done since then done, but, but true. But this is like yeah. the the action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, I got so you. So John Cena, The Marine, two thousand six. That's hilarious. All right. Well. All right. <laughs> that'll do it. Yeah, that'll do it. That's a lot of movies coming your way, guys. Um, it is. And they're all like coming soon. I know that's been happening more and more. It's like we yeah. get a trailer like three weeks out from the movie, and you're like, oh, yeah, okay. Which I guess we're still far fairly out from a handful of these, but like, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, all right. Well, let's bring it home. Josh, where can people find you on the internet? People can find me on the internet on Twitter at Josh Fuller 33. Fuller is spelled with no E. You can also find me on both Letterboxd and Instagram at Josh J. Fuller. And where can people find you, Willis? Uh, you can find me on the internet, on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Letterboxd at Willis Film. Uh, and if you want to find the podcast, you can find us on Instagram at Pixel Splitters. You can find us on Twitter, which we re we actually accessed our Twitter the other day. That was an adventure. Yes. Uh, Twitter at Pixel Split Pod or on Letterboxd uh, at Pixel Splitters, where you can find all of our recommendations, including what was yours called? Project Almanac. Project Almanac and the Marine. Yes, the Marine is going to be on our recommendation list. It's wild. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> all right. And that'll do it. Oh, man. That will do it. Uh, go see some movies, folks. There's a ton go of see stuff. Some movies. Literally, there is nothing but good stuff to see in the theaters right now. I was looking at the list and I'm it's like, wild. oh, my God. Especially up to this weekend, there's yeah. nothing but good stuff to see. So just, just go out there and see it if you feel yeah. comfortable, obviously. Um, yeah. And I think that'll do it. Uh, Josh, you want to take us out? That will do it. End of pod. <laughs>